Welcome to the Real Politics Podcast, where politics meets Virginia real estate. In this podcast, the Virginia Realtors Government Relations Team discusses issues that impact your business, down from Capitol Square and straight to you. We are broadcasting from the James Center Studios, overlooking the Virginia State Capitol. I'm Virginia Realtors Communications Director, Robin Spencieri, and today I'm speaking with our very busy Chief Economist, Dr. Lisa Sturdivant. Hi, Robin. Glad to have you, Lisa. Today's topic is the unquestionable housing shortage that Virginia is currently facing. According to a 2018 study by the Up for Growth Coalition, there is a serious housing shortfall here in the Commonwealth that has been getting worse for years. Between 2000 and 2015, for example, the report found that housing production in the state fell short of demand by a whopping 131,000 housing units. At the same time that new construction is not keeping pace with population growth, the inventory of existing homes for sale remains very low across the state and continues to shrink statewide. At the end of March, there were just under 52,000 active listings statewide, but by comparison five years ago at this time, there were nearly 63,000 homes listed for sale. Lisa is here with us today to dive into these numbers and talk about what this all means for realtors. So Lisa, let's begin by taking a look at trends in new home construction in Virginia. Sure, Robin. Yeah, as you stated, there's been a real shortfall in the number of new homes that have been built here in the Commonwealth to keep up with demand. And this really began during the economic downturn and the housing market crash when new construction ground to a virtual halt statewide. And frankly, ground to a halt across the country. No new homes were being built during the recession. And even as we came out of the recession, it was really, really hard for builders to get homes uh, on the ground. And so there were a period of several years here in Virginia where new home construction was really at lower levels than we had seen for decades. And so in recent years, uh, there has been a recovery in new housing construction, and new homes have become uh, more uh, available across uh, many markets in the state. But there have been other obstacles to getting new homes built. So in some parts of the state, um, legislation related to the proffer system has actually um, impeded some new home construction in recent years. And then there are other local regulations that have made it hard to get the housing on the ground that's needed across the state. Are there specific parts of the state where new housing construction has been especially low? Or transversely, are there places in Virginia where construction activity has picked up? Yeah, absolutely. Well, this trend is really a statewide trend. And as I mentioned, a national trend, uh, this decline in, in new home construction. There are places where we're seeing, even as new homes construction has increased, it's not keeping up with the pace of what's needed. So for example, one way to look at this is to look at regions in the state that are growing jobs. And so if you're growing jobs and adding uh, workers, uh, the idea would be you, you would build enough housing to meet the needs of those workers. So a place like Charlottesville, for example, has added a lot of new jobs over the last few years and hasn't added sufficient levels of housing to keep up with that growth. Uh, Northern Virginia is also another uh, really important case in the state where job growth really exploded after the recession, but the number of new homes that were built didn't uh, come even close to keeping up with the demand from the new workers. So while it's a statewide issue and every region across the state uh, needs more housing, there are some areas within the state where job growth has been really strong, where the issue is really acute. Specifically, what types of homes are being built? Yeah, so that's a great question because even as we've seen 
um, residential construction activity pick up in the state. By and large, uh, it has been um, in the multifamily sector um, and apartments in particular. So in the few years after the downturn, as the uh, recovery was underway, the new home construction we saw was a lot of apartments, a lot of multifamily construction in urban areas like uh, places in Northern Virginia, places in Hampton Roads, uh, really high-end uh, rental development, actually. And so there was a lot of new construction on the rental side where the single-family side and the home ownership side was really, really slow to begin to um, pick up speed. So slowly but surely, uh, more single-family housing is being built, more home ownership opportunities are being built but at the beginning, and for several years, it was mostly rental housing. Could you talk about the greater impact of the slow pace of new home construction? How is it affecting the real estate industry? Well, so what we've seen uh, both here in Virginia as well as in other parts of the, of the country is that when you have an insufficient supply of housing, then prices are going to go up. So this is uh, econ 101, if you remember your econ class from college. I try not to. <laughs> um, if you have a strong demand for housing, like we do here in the state, because we have a great economy and it's a great place to be, and you don't have enough housing to meet that demand, then prices and rents are going to go up. And so that's what we saw. And we've seen that in the high-cost markets like Northern Virginia, in Charlottesville, and Hampton Roads. But we've really seen that across the state. But what happens after that is, I think, even more important for us to be aware of, because at some point, prices rise so much because of a lack of supply that people decide Virginia is not as great a place to be as they uh, as they thought it was, because they want to be able to get into uh, to homeownership. And so I think there's a, a near-term impact that prices and rents rise when there's not enough housing. But I think longer term, there's a risk not only to our population growth, but to our economic growth if there's not enough housing to support uh, growth in the workforce. So Virginia's new construction is lagging, even as inventory of existing homes for sale remains at historically low levels. Given these circumstances, how should realtors talk to home buyers and sellers in this type of market? Or what does this mean for realtors and the buyers and sellers they're working with? Yeah, absolutely. I, I imagine you talk to any number of realtors and they would tell you about the shortage of inventory in the market. And so there are just fewer choices in many markets. And then, you know, that varies across the state, but, and it impacts different segments of the market as well. But, you know, one thing that's really important is that the low levels of inv inventories of existing homes, uh, coupled with the slow new construction mean that options for first time home buyers in particular is really tough because on the new home construction, there is no sort of entry-level home being built on the new side. And so there is just very few options for the first-time home buyer or buyers who are looking for homes at a, a low price point. Um, new construction has benefited some other parts of the market that has uh, positive implications for the market. For example, uh, baby boomers and older adults who are looking for um, age-restricted communities, those are being built um, at greater rates than they have before. And as they move out of their homes, they will free up homes that then will become on the inventory and allow folks to have move-up homes. So there's a lot of churn in the market, but uh, if the first-time home buyer uh, segment isn't being met, it's really hard for the, the ladder to move up, for folks to move up the ladder. Um, and so I think that as you're thinking about working with buyers and sellers, you know, buyers know that choices are limited. We've seen that on days on market uh, declining consistently over the last four years. Homes are being snatched up. 
Uh, and we know, I think still even, that if sellers price their homes appropriately in most markets, that they're going to get an offer uh, from, from, from a buyer. You know, it hit me too. Um, I have several friends who are doing a home search right now that this is a great time to use a realtor mm -hmm. because not just relying on what you're able to find on your own, it might make, you know, the inventory seem even smaller, but having someone who knows of homes before they come on the market or homes that aren't listed in many places. Absolutely. I've heard, I've heard that from many people that they said, Oh, well, I just bought a home and, you know, it never even made it. It never even got listed. You know, my realtor knew about this home before it went on the market. And so I couldn't agree more. Let's talk about solutions now. If we're not building enough housing here in Virginia, what can be done? Well, I think we need to build more housing. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mean to make it sound that simple. And so we know what the obstacles are to building more housing. Uh, and I think there's ways that, uh, that those obstacles can be overcome. And as we talked about before, I think it's really important for us to find those ways to overcome obstacles because the, you know, the health of our local economy, the health of our state is really, you know, in jeopardy. And so in order to build more housing, there needs to be the regulatory environment to allow more housing to get built. And much of the land use and zoning decisions happen at the local level, the independent city level, the county level. And so the extent to which those local communities can allow it, uh, more opportunities for new homes to get built, uh, that's really what's needed. But I'll tell you, the Changing the laws on the books is not the obstacle. The obstacle often is community opposition to new housing in, in places. And so really talking about what, you know, what home means, what homes mean for communities, how uh, housing builds communities and builds strong economies, I think that kind of communication uh, in, is really just as important as any changes to the laws uh, at the local level. That brings us to the end of our episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast available through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Thanks for listening to the Real Politics Podcast, where politics meets Virginia real estate, down from Capitol Square and straight to you.